This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I didn't get the stimulus check in my account, but Jill Stein did Venmo request me for 420. <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey, and uh, one time my friend Stacy checked a guy's teeth I was on a date with, like he was a Pomeranian at the Westminster Jog Show, and I think Fiona Apple would have appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and I can't remember the last time I wasn't snacking. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a cigarette? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and Welcome to the show, everybody. Week, I don't know, in quarantine for us now, six? Uh, day 30, day 30, recording on day 39, dropping on day 40, I don't know. <laughs> Time doesn't matter anymore, who cares? <laughs> wow. So, oh yeah, you, you have like a countdown calendar in your kitchen, huh, Brandy? Uh, yeah, well, counting up, unfortunately. Counting up. I, yeah. I want to get to the point where I can start the numbers going down to freedom would be amazing. But <laughs> right now they're just slowly, slowly going up. <laughs> unfortunately um, let's bring out the one bonus about about being in quarantine is that we're able to get some guests on that we've had wanted to have on for a while because everyone's sitting around they can't really get out of it yeah. so <laughs> very excited to, <laughs> very excited to bring on our guest he's the host of never not funny jimmy pardo thank you for joining us i i have to be honest i was just enjoying listening to you ladies uh so I, i'm kind of bummed that i'm being brought into the mix here to muck it up oh, <laughs> we're oh happy to right. have you here mucking it up yeah I, uh, we can feel free to muck it up. we can keep going if you want but i would suggest uh, brandy that if you want uh, your county down to freedom just go to a georgia or uh, some other state that's stupid there you and go. Yeah. um and go to the beach and splash around. Whatever you got to do. I think you just told me to kill myself, Jimmy. <laughs> it's, not, it's not how I meant it, but if that's how you took it, uh, hey, I'll quote my president. You, well, you literally told her to go walk into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, I did. exactly. <laughs> I'll, walk, I'll walk into the ocean, a, a, a just a completely open beached ocean. That I will do, but before that, nothing else. Oh, um, man. Did you guys ever see the movie The End with Burt Reynolds? Did you ever see that movie where... Is it the end? I think it's that movie where he walks into the ocean, and I saw it as way too young of a human being. That's got to stop. That bullshit has to stop right now. <laughs> pets are the reason. God damn it, Jack. Yeah, it's Jack. It's pets. Are the, pets are the reason that Jimmy has never been on the show before. Hold on, let me get him. I'll show him to you. You'll be furious. Uh, come on, I don't. We're doing this. Are you an anti-pet person? No, I'm definitely allergic to uh, all animals. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, directly into the microphone, Jack. Why? Why would I want that yapping in my ear, Brandy? <laughs> this is podcasting on the fly. The <laughs> there might have I might have a package or something. Hold on. All right. Sorry. Jackson's trying. Jackson wants to get out there. Jackson wants to protest. He wants to go shopping <laughs> at Billabong. And that's a crazy thing. All these pictures we've been seeing of people protesting is like they're at the most horrible stores i would never it's like bj's brew house oh you got a problem with bj's babs <laughs> i mean it's not exactly the first place i'm going to after this it's let me just not say that the first place but it's not the last place either i actually love bj's they got I a great personal pan pizza <laughs> big big fan great pan pizza Ooh, i like real to get a dish. flight there they have something that's a pizza that's on a cookie a, okay, that sounds. Good. I like a sweet a sweet pizza. <laughs> but I'm I just mean I. It's funny all these photos are being taken at like strip malls and shit like yeah. that. And like I'm again not I'm not better than any of that. But where but... they're supposed to do that? Why why, why, why is that the downside of the, why, why are you mad at, at, at Baskin Robbins being in the background of these people? That's I'm not the... at Baskin Robbins. I'm laughing at the people who are so 
want to get into Baskin Robbins so badly. Yeah. Be, um, I, I don't disagree with that. I also, if I just may, I, I love uh, I love BJ's as well, uh, the restaurant. Uh, my wife and son do not care for it at all um, because Aww. the one near our house is um, ridiculously loud. So we can't. Uh, we don't enjoy our time there, um, mm. but I would tolerate it uh, because I I do enjoy the. Uh, uh, what a fucking bore I am. <laughs> no, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying, and uh, honestly, I think BJ should market itself as a good place to eat alone. Yes, it's yes. not for company. It's fine. I mean, that's really the kind of place you don't need to be bothered. Yeah, if I you wanna, if you wanna have a silent meal where you also get tinnitus, BJ's. That's what it's for. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was gonna just become a BJ's brew house advertisement. Well, who knew you were gonna come up. at it so aggressively? Leave it the alone. Look, I, yeah, I felt like as someone who's had some good times in BJ's. Okay, I, I have to be honest. I've never, I've never been to a BJ's brew house. Oh, well, now's yeah. the time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was obviously prejudging it. I would go I now. There seems to be good people there. Yeah. Um, they're going to open crowd. up very soon, from what I understand. So I, I would go now. Get in line. There's a line out there. That's how popular it is. Absolutely. Everyone's, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll go. I'll, that will, now it will be my first, the first place I'm going to go. And like, obviously, they're going to pick the most dog shit people to interview when they do stories about these people. But one guy was like, I guess protesting because he misses free refills on his iced tea and he's tired <laughs> of having to drive through the drive through twice to get two iced teas. Life is hard. Life is, <laughs> life is very hard for these hillbillies. Uh, that is not a broad brush. That's for no, no. specifically that gentleman. Yep. Um, I will. Uh, let's also remember, Tess, to your point, that uh, uh, while the media keeps also pointing out that this is just like there's only 15 people out there, they're still covering it. It's just right. 15 yeah. whack jobs. Yes. Like uh, if, if they were protesting bread, nobody would be out there with a camera. No. Like, is that a good example? I'm not happy with that example. No, I think I'm failing you guys. Thanks no. for having me. <laughs> really, I'm, we're I'm, all tired. It, no. these, I, I think like it's interesting because everyone's kind of been saying like certain parts of their social anxiety are better and stuff like that. But Zoom energy is uh, a lot more energy than regular going out, and it's kind of exhausting in its own way. So I think all of us are tired from we're podcasting and trying to like stay afloat and it's very tiring yeah so it's okay I, if you just say not i just try to think about all the content creators during the black plague and how they got through it without the technology <laughs> that we have today i mean honestly well, impressive guys we're very lucky that these famous people are letting us into their homes yeah. to to let luckily these millionaires that uh, take the take the vacation from doing your tv show asshole you don't have to do a song at your conga no <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Actually, Babs has gotten really into. Is it Gloria Estefan, Babs? Wait a minute, what? Estefan. Yeah. Hang on now. I didn't hear about this. What yeah. is Gloria doing? Is she no, doing in house concerts? Babs' little. One of her quarantine hobbies has been just playing the Gloria Estefan song Conga. For I've been playing oh. it on unsuspecting people, <laughs> aka my roommate slash boyfriend, when they're least expecting it. I, and I can connect to their Bluetooth headphones, so. Oh, that's wonderful. So you're doing like, you're doing your own Rick Roll, but with yeah. conga. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, do I love it. I, I there's. It's the new conga. Uh, did, do you like that song or you're doing it just to annoy? I actually do genuinely like that song, but it also has a very boisterous beginning of a song yeah. where it's like, da, 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 and, you know, kind of like shocks them. Yeah, I love but, it. There's no buildup. It just like jumps that. right in. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys happen to see when it was at the Pantages here in uh, Los Angeles? The uh, oh, the musical, the, the Gloria Estefan. Uh, what is it? I Stand wanted up and to shout see it. I heard it was really good. Babs and I had uh, guys had season passes the year before, but we didn't get to see that season. That was it's, called Get on Your Feet. Get on your feet. Yeah. It is. It's fantastic. Is it amazing? It's, it lo- I it's, it's no- amazing. It's nothing but joy. It's yeah. nothing but joy, except for the sad part where she gets hurt. But otherwise, it's great. <laughs> is it based on her or is it just like using her songs? No, it's based on her. So it's, oh, okay. it's a really good uh, of all the jukebox musicals. Um, I actually think it's my favorite. I think it's even better than Jersey Boys. And it's as oh, much I as the music is great in the Donna Summer one. That show is a thumb down. We saw <laughs> the Cher show when we were in New York. Did you see that? I've, I've not, uh, I'm not allowed in New York. I, oh, uh, the last enough. time I was there, I brought a virus to the entire city. Fair enough, yeah. So, uh, and it's just leaking out now. So I did that on a long con, Bummer. coronavirus. Um, 
I have not seen it, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, as I am, I am very uh, open about my love of '70s share mm. and share in general. Yes, but I mean, yes, I mean, I mean, I think I'm literally, I'm literally not even. I don't, I don't, I don't mean. Hey, I love share. I mean, I think I may be in love with share. <laughs> I think there's something <laughs> wrong you with you if you're you not in love to. with share. Yeah. yeah. So, She's uh, the best. so, so is the show great? It's or? fantastic. And I, see, I mean, I honestly, same thing you're thinking about the get on your feet. I feel like it superseded the jukebox musical. Like it's really smartly staged and it's narrated by three different shares great and it's you know it's poignant the music is integrated really well and obviously the costumes are just costume porn if you could be any yeah, share which share incredible. would you guys be oh 70s share there's no yeah. fucking question well, but like is this. there like a specific <laughs> part of the 70s share like which like is there an outfit that comes to mind when i, I ask guess that it's question? bob 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 mackey uh okay. late uh, you know uh mid 70s share um there was that one, you know. I remember when I was I was being a ba- I was uh, I had a babysitter, mm-hmm. and her babysitter, my babysitter, brought her boyfriend over. Oh, and Cher came out. This was on a Saturday night when the Sonia Cher show came out, and Cher was on in a uh, it was like a diamond sort of mm-hmm. dress, but like you could see the see through every- one. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she said, um, she said, all right, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to go in to get something more comfortable. I remember my boyfriend's uh, my babysitter's boyfriend making a comment about oh there's no need for that and not really understanding why <laughs> he was saying that because to me it looked really uncomfortable <laughs> but now I, I really hope that's how he said it too it's very proper well there's no need for that well, I, know, <laughs> he, I should tell you he was a chimney sweep and um, <laughs> he was uh, just taking time away from his duties with Mary and the uh, in the family <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I love Cher in any form. Um, most recent Mamma Mia two Cher, oh, I, I sure. highly enjoy. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, all kind, all all genres. It's very hard to pick one. Yeah. I think I would pick. I think I have to pick when she got the Academy Award after being snubbed. Mm-hmm. Great outfit, great moment in her life, great mm-hmm. moment of triumph. Just some really yeah. good Cher. Yeah, also, she good. sang backup on "Be My Baby," which is one of my favorite songs of all time, and I didn't know until that show. Oh, well, that's I don't fun. Think I knew that. Yeah, she she just was there, and got, I don't know if that's obviously the story of it from the musical is absolutely true, but she is singing back up on that song. So, well, that's exciting. Uh, I would just be share on Twitter because I just would like uh, to see yeah. those replies oh, coming. A fantastic in. choice. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She, her just all caps Trump, Trump <laughs> tweets. Or she just tweets yeah. hi. Oh, I love it. Yeah, her. that's what I would like. I would just like to not understand the technology, but continue excelling at it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say. What she does, she's just going to be here longer than the rest of us, just yeah. excelling. Yeah. She, I will say, as far as Cheryl on Twitter, she has been like three months ahead of the curve on everything. Like she's been right about everything. She's just been politically going on with what's going on with the virus. Like, she's just been like calling the shots. Like she mm-hmm. was way ahead of the coronavirus pandemic. She was talking about this in late January. I don't know if that's true. The president said he was calling it a pandemic before we were. So oh, I believe him. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. that's right. I'm not going to believe the singer. I'm going to believe the game show host. <laughs> you got to, man, you got to love the pandemic hipsters, the ones that got to it first. Good for them. <laughs> Brandy, do you remember that when you came on Never Not Funny your very first time? It was uh, the Thursday. Uh, it was November 10th. Mm-hmm. Of, oh uh, God! Of 2016, and I remember you walked in the uh, into our studio, <laughs> and just y- y- you walked in with the same energy that was happening in the room. Like, what the <laughs> shit just happened? And it was st- it was two days later, and we were still walking yeah. around like zombies. Like, and you walked in, just opened the door, just like what the? I was fuck? like, oh hi. I was like, oh cool, yeah. the show that I've actually like this was a milestone to be able to guest on. Oh, in this atmosphere, great. That's the one to be on. <laughs> yep, feels good. Well, and I yeah. we'd been I you had to reschedule twice before for two other things. I was like a never not funny curse for a while, unfortunately. Oh, uh. <laughs> well, we, we recorded an, an podcast the day before yeah, we did. the election. So our mood in that podcast, we were at Sizzler with French Stewart. It was a great day. It was a great day. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and then you were listening to it now, and we had no fucking idea what was about to happen. You know what? Uh, even worse, and not, not that it's a contest by any means, but uh, we, because we, we usually record on Mondays, that week we had to record on Tuesdays. So we recorded on Election Day, oh, I think, oh, with uh, Brian Husky was, the, was our guest, and we were literally like talking like we were the smartest people in the world and the, you know these dumb maga idiots are about to fall and and like as as we're recording like you know maybe maybe some uh, they were doing some exit polling and it was like we got this thing in the bag and then it was like nope and then so to hear that back is like in real time hearing oh us like God. celebrate and then you know what we oh, all yeah. know what happened yeah. right 
Yeah. Okay. Wait, what, what happened? No, I, I, yeah, I don't want to. You know what? Google it. I don't want to be the guy who spoils it. Okay, don't tell me. I want to say that Jimmy's got a, like a green screen background on, so sometimes when if he waves oh, his arms, his arms. Do you miss just my arm? <laughs> he looks like he's kind of floating there. Jimmy, yeah. what are you hiding from us? What's going on in this green screen? <laughs> oh, I'll, background? Uh, here, I'll just. Uh, I, it's very a very quickly. nice office background, but I'm. Yeah, it is. Well, sweet. that's our that's our studio, and that's oh. they're, they're, oh. that's my house. That's uh, oh wow. That's what's happening behind me in the moment. See, now you can see my arms. Okay. Um, that's, so, you guys, we could do the glam cave behind us. I wouldn't even think about that. You have now, to have a. Unfortunately, Zoom for some reason won't let me do that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a travesty. What you can't do a a, a, fake a background? background? It, it won't yes, let me. Can. I don't know why. I'm not. I'm not approved. I don't you know you. what, Babs? I, I haven't been able to do it either, but I haven't been wanting to reveal what an ant I am by asking people. <laughs> it just straight up Wait. won't let me. So I don't feel bad because it just says you can't do this. That's weird. Why won't it let you do that? Oh wait, no. It says computer. Do- uh, my it do- my computer doesn't meet requirements. That's why. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding my home. This is what my house looks you. like. Yeah, can I give you a piece of advice on what you just said? <laughs> Come at me, Jimmy. <laughs> can I give you a second opinion on that? No, I'm I have so many bananas that are going to go bad. It's exciting. Went to the freeze grocery store. Freeze them, girl. I know. Freeze your bananas. Oh, I'm going to. Don't worry. I'm, 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 I actually yum. haven't thrown that much food away, and I'm actually pretty proud of myself for that. It's mostly getting eaten or getting frozen. That's great. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. That's great. I do deserve a round of applause. <laughs> Wait, Jimmy, you don't like cooking. How how are you handling this? Oh, not well. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Danielle, my beautiful wife, Danielle, has, uh, does most of the cooking. Although I've uh, learned, and learned is in quotes, mm-hmm. uh, I've been uh, doing uh, hot dogs in the uh, toaster oven. Okay. And uh, so that is something I wasn't doing 45 days ago? <laughs> wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Really? So, let's let's really, back up you, here. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I have a few. Okay, I have a few, few questions. <laughs> Okay. You started doing this 45 days ago. How did, had you never made a hot dog before? I made, you know what? The last time I, the last time I made a hot dog would have been in 1987. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Do you she, just not like hot dogs? No, he's been no, no, eating no, them. Hot. He just doesn't make them. Okay. I think. Okay. I just don't make them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, although, you know what? We haven't never had them in the home either until maybe 45 days ago. That yeah, hot, dogs. hot dogs have kind of become an easy yeah. pandemic food. Uh, but I would eat them if I go to a baseball game or anywhere out. I will certainly enjoy a hot dog. Yeah, a hot okay. dog is a social food, I think. You know, eating a hot dog alone in your house is, you're working through something. I'm also yeah, imagining that's... you putting the whole hot dog on the bun into the toaster. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I might, I, 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 I was told by my wife not to do that. So I know how to ask for um, advice. I, uh, no, I, so yeah, that is, I, I, I'm doing that. That's. Uh, the cooking, and then Danielle is doing the other things, and we will occasionally uh, risk doing a um, a Postmates or something, and have somebody bring it to our home, mm-hmm. and they leave it down at the corner of our block, and I run down and, and grab it. <laughs> yeah, I pull, I lower a basket down. Good and for then you. <laughs> bring it up, let, you know, spray it, let it stay outside for fourteen hours. Mm-hmm. I have a dumb waiter. He's not that bright, huh? Hey, <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Hi, Grandpa I Jimmy's here. I love a dumb waiter. What a cool! Oh my god! Was that Harriet just like a man? Is that just a mansion waiter. thing, or what is that? It was definitely a mansion thing. I don't it's think a you need yeah, to have. Yeah, first yeah. of all, you need to have multiple stories to necessitate a dumb waiter. Yeah, it's not a. That's not a rancher situation. No. Not going to happen. No, unfortunately, no. that's a conveyor belt. Then, right? If it's a, on a, <laughs> yeah. in a ranch, it'd be a conveyor belt. Well, you could put, you could put like a uh, like a model train tracks around the top of your house with Ooh. like a something attached to them and oh then like you could, uh, yeah. in that tv show opening what was that that was a tv show opening where they had that where yeah, the little that? train went around and oh my yeah, god i don't it know is train <laughs> let's, let's it's all, not silver is it silver Google. spoons yeah maybe um toy train opening is that I, that, that's gonna be some porn thing or something <laughs> i mean <laughs> what's no, the first thing that came up uh, there was a restaurant. Here's a piece of interesting okay. thing. My, 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 and by the way, interesting again, that's in quotes. Uh, <laughs> my dad lives in Westmont, Illinois, and not far from his house, there's a restaurant that is train themed. And uh, if you order something at the uh, and you sit at the counter, a train delivers it, uh, delivers you the food. A so real train? Um, no, like, like a, a toy train. Not, 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 not a locomotive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a toy, a toy train. <laughs> 
You're just like co- no. covered in An soot. Actual tr- you you got to go out back with the hobos and wait in line <laughs> to get your beans. You risk your life yeah, on the real- tracks. But- I was truly picturing something, yeah, where your table's like right on the platform. No. And then a train pulls up and brings you the shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the dumbest idea. And comes by and gives you your chips. <laughs> <laughs> I will say previous to all this shit happening, I had just gotten like really into train travel. I was like super <laughs> <laughs> I was taking the Amtrak like every couple weeks right before this happened and it is like my favorite to, thing. To where? Where were you going? Yeah, where am I going? My mom lives in Camarillo, so I would take the train from Glendale to Camarillo. It was so much nicer than driving. I would Follow just Follow up. Like, Where's Camarillo? It's like halfway between LA and Santa Barbara. Oh, it's that direction. Yeah. Oh, I know where Camarillo yeah. is. Yes. It's, just, it's like right before Ventura. So it's like an hour train ride, and I would just have a glass of oh. wine and read my book and not be sitting on. I loved it. It was wonderful. I like train that travel. Nice. It's just, when I tried to go to San Diego last, though, it was actually like quite competitive to get the good, like, get good seats. It was uh, packed. A good seat. yeah. It was packed with people, mm. and like, I thought there'd be no one riding this train. And all of a sudden, were you people going were, like, to Comic Con? Jostling over each other. No, I was just going down to do shows. And I was not, I was barely making any money on the show I was doing. So I waited, I like stayed up all night and waited to take the early train home. Oh, <laughs> it was no. very sad because I was like, I don't want to pay for a hotel and lose all the money I just made. So I yeah. stayed up. It was not a good idea. Let me just tell you what, bad plan, everyone. <laughs> I took the train down to San Diego for Comic-Con last year because I was like opening for Jonah Ray on a couple of shows. And Laurie Kilmartin had her conan hotel room for an extra night that she wasn't going to use she just gave it to me and i was like oh that's nice i was like i'm i'm not it was just such a fancy hotel i was like you you should stay i'm mad that you aren't just staying here for a day and treating yourself yeah (laughs) not mad enough to not take it though did they officially cancel comic-con yet i mean not like i care i think it just happened oh okay actually no did they today or like i think like a day or two ago yeah I'm pretty sure did they, they did. Are you sure about that? Let me, I don't know. Let me do a little little check. When was it supposed to be? It's like in July usually. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's mid July. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will say that plan, that travel plan of stay up all night to make your flight or train or whatever, mm-hmm. it never backfires. works out. It, it never Always works harder. out. Like every time <laughs> yeah. I'm booking it, I'm like, yeah, I can pull it off. Wait, I'm gonna be up until midnight anyway. I'll just, you know. Read a couple articles. Also, I spent, it's, it's all this, I spent all this money like and food and other shit just staying up and doing things that I could have just yes. spent on a hotel. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it was canceled this year. Uh, oh, it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on April 17th, it got canceled. It's rescheduled for July of next year. Oh, they moved it back a year. Yeah. Wow. Bumped it back. So, okay. sorry, Comic Conners. Wow. What will those people do in That's July? Hello. <laughs> Con jobs? Yeah, maybe. Hey, look, maybe we'll all get a Funko Pops made of ourselves or something. You can spend your money on that instead. We'll really jack up the price on it. And we'll feel like you were just at Comic Con. It was great. Sure. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to? Con- oh, you just went last year. You said uh, I didn't go in. I didn't go inside. I just did all the free stuff outside, and then I just opened for some shows. The American Comedy Company. Uh, you know, I went there yeah. a few years ago. I was. Uh, I was. Um, uh, Doing a what segment for the Will Wheaton. Uh, Will Wheaton had a TV show, and I was down there doing a thing for him. And I had uh, a, the, a day off uh, from shooting, and so I was like, "Oh, I'll just go down to the floor and see what that's like." And I don't think I've hated that hour of my uh, yeah. ever in my life. And I've had my appendix removed, which was painful. Uh, I've been kicked in the balls. Uh, I've had a lot of bad things happen. That hour that I was on the floor at Comic Con was it's the worst. Pretty unbearable. I haven't been to that yeah. one specifically, but I've been to other ones, like because I. Sometimes I'll do, oh, I forgot to respond to that guy. I just remembered it. this guy messaged me. Anyway, um, like do a sci-fi whatever thing is Deanna Troy doing comedy. I've done that in a few things. And it's always not fun. It's um, pretty unbearable. Yeah, yeah like, I will say like I've never been to Comic-Con because it's just a confluence of many things I know I won't enjoy. <laughs> no, that's not but, a test. That's not no. a test place at all. <laughs> no, but I will say every con is a con. And you're I think you summed it up right, Jimmy. Just like you'd rather get kicked in the balls. Even without having balls, I know I would rather get kicked in the balls than yeah. go to any con. Because the lighting is so bad. It's so many people. It's so it's the overcrowded. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah i just remember i went i went years ago like did did the full thing up maybe 15 years ago or something like that and uh before it was like a, the huge thing that it is now but i just remember very specifically on the floor there was this guy that was in the filthiest 
cat in the hat costume that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just instantly made me angry because I could just yep. I could see what he smelled like before I was even near him. <laughs> but I just like kept getting close enough to him. And at one point I go, oh, hey, uh, what, what are you supposed to be? Like, clearly he's the cat in the hat. <laughs> he goes, uh, <laughs> I'm the cat in the hat. <laughs> And he just turned around. Even, I just, that's I, all of them. That's all. That's I all can't, I can't do it. Yeah. It like there's just, weird dance yeah. parties that happen. And I'm like, I love dance parties, but I can't see this happen. Like watching no. people in full costume trying to be cool. It's just a nightmare. Um, it's a real like a real smelly place, a real horny place. It's bad. <laughs> like that's like that's where they all go to like. <laughs> Really, kind of. Oh yeah, there's some freaky ass happening in those hotel rooms. Um, <laughs> my uh, my son, who is uh, now 12 years old, uh, he's gone to the uh, the L.A. one, the Stan Lee Comic Con thing, mm-hmm. uh, the last three or four years, and uh, he always makes his own costume and dresses up, and he enjoys it. That's, that's uh, cool. the right that's age. It's the right, it's yeah. the right age for it. Yeah, that's yeah. the age to go. Right, you're 12 years old. Yeah. You put on a little costume and you enjoy yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not I mean, 40 years old. Look, I'm I'm a hundred percent a supporter of costumes anywhere and everywhere that people want to wear costumes. I love costumes. Uh, but like when I saw the I, w- I went to DragCon, the RuPaul's DragCon at the LA Convention Center, and it's like drag like you're looking at all these beautiful costumes and beautiful makeup and just the worst neon led lighting mm-hmm. yeah and i have to imagine it's the same thing with comic-con like you're mm-hmm. not really getting to see that shit no it's convention centers it's terrible yeah yeah, yeah. like mm. no ambiance we need some it's about vibe. the lighting at comic-con okay <laughs> um, jimmy jimmy what's the last costume you wore What's the last costume? I think I put on like a Dracula costume for Halloween one year when I brought Oliver trick or treating. Oh, okay. Uh, so may- maybe That's that a classic. or I, I'm, classic. I'm sure, yeah. I, I'm sure I wore something for some stupid television thing where they were like, uh, "Hey, put that on." But I don't remember. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna stand. You know what? I'm standing by my Dracula. I'm standing by the, that answer. And uh, evergreen. Yeah, I like a Dracula. Um, we have to take a break, but first I want to say, speaking of nerdy stuff, this is maybe not going to translate at all, but uh, Can't wait. one of my friends who also listens to the show, Jeremiah, tweeted at us because he got our Lady to Lady stickers, and his screen name is Borg Drone, which is a Star Trek yeah. reference, but his uh, handle is Mount, Teen Rose, Mount, Mount Rose Teen American Princess, and Tess tweeted at him, I love your handle. And he wrote, oh, yeah, I can't believe it wasn't taken. And he meant, she, he thought that you meant the Star Trek one. And I was oh, like, no. I was like, there's no way in a million years no. Tess would no. know what the Star Trek Tess has no idea what the board is. references. Right. No. Absolutely not. You said it, Barbara. And I was like, I was like, I, I, it was one of those moments where I was like, am I going to look dumb because I don't know what this is? And then I realized. No, I just like, had a moment no, of like no. to myself of enjoying it because I was like, That's no one here knows what's going on. And it's great. That's so funny. No, I was definitely excited about his. his uh, drop dead drop gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we have to take a break, but we'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're with Jimmy Pardo. I'm and I'm Jimmy. That's right. I'm, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> wow. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. Look, the real Jimmy. Did it sound? Did it sound good? Did that sound good to you, Jimmy? Did it sound? <laughs> did it sound like a good impression to me? Did it sound? It did not, it, good I don't think it was nasally enough. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be up in here a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> Well, I I don't have to be here. <laughs> I could. I don't know what I'm Brandy, doing. Brandy, don't taunt our guests. <laughs> I know they can't. They can't just. They can't. We can't lock the they door. They can literally the just out. close their computer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you normally <laughs> we would lock mind. them in, but yeah. 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 Unfortunately, um, that's all right. All right. Let's play a little game. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's called Would You Rather. Would you rather, 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 would I have played this game, yes. Okay, I didn't know. Was this a sleepover game back in the day when you had sleepovers? It was not. I, I, in fact, I could tell you I was at a, a, a bar at a one-nighter uh, gig, comedy gig, uh, the very first time I ever played this game. So I oh, was great. in my 20s, 
the first time I ever heard of wow. this game. So late, oh, would no. you rather, Bloomer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Let's go through. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Okay. Would you rather frame your best friend for a horrible crime you committed or be framed for a horrible crime you didn't commit? <laughs> but who's framing me? Is There's it just no anybody? Question. I think There's Roger no Rabbit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down for that fool. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say the second one because you want to be like, oh, I could get out of it. I would figure yeah. a way to defend myself. Well, yeah, if you're innocent, you, I mean, well, you want to, what do you want to trust the system? <laughs> well, yeah. Look what it's done to my buddy Roger Stone. I don't trust it at all. <laughs> uh, I will tell you guys this. This is interesting uh, to nobody but me uh, and anybody else that uh, has to hear this whenever I say it. Uh, this is my, my biggest fear in life. And I'm not joking, is that I will be framed for a crime I didn't commit and go to prison. That really? is my biggest fear. Yes, I'm paranoid that it's going to happen one day because I will never do anything that will land me in jail or prison. That's, yeah, I right. just don't live life that way. Yeah. I won't do nothing. I will do nothing that will happen. So I, if it ever happens, I am framed, and that scares the hell out of me because I've seen enough TV shows where you go, but I didn't do that. Yeah, right. And then you're in prison. Mm. So I identify it, with that. I would say that's like one of my biggest nightmares. I wouldn't say it's one of my biggest fears, but like it's ter- the idea of it terrifies me on like a really visceral level. Like right? even in watching a TV show or a movie where that happens to someone makes me clinch up because it would yes. just be like the most awful thing and do you think it's uh, i mean obviously it's horrible for obvious reasons of going to jail and stuff but do you think like i think part of it would be that you people wouldn't believe you or people think yes people who you love thinking that you did something that you didn't do that would be the worst part yeah for it's like i spent all this time building all this character and you think my character would do this shit (laughs) right how dare you well and then how long until you start to lose it and you start to wonder like did i do it and i just blacked out or something and Mm -hmm. you know to what degree is your own conscience pliable by by being yeah gaslighting is very effective on me so i would probably just be like guess i did it Just like, so I'm gonna go with frame somebody else. I know that's a dicky thing to do, but I'm gonna go with that because I, I, I you're can't not going go to prison. To... Oh, wait a minute, wait, 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 I, but I'm framing somebody because I did do it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you you did it and you're framing your best friend. Yeah, oh, then no, but, no, I wouldn't do that. I would, I think I would take the fall for somebody. Yeah, oh, shit. I don't like these options. <laughs> <laughs> Well, luckily, prison's canceled Hopefully, now. yeah. None oh, of us oh, will deal with that. But you never know what Breaking Bad life we're going to get ourselves into, you guys. Right. I think I would have to... Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. I think the guilt from the first one would be worse even mm-hmm. than the sensation yeah. of being wrongfully imprisoned, which would also be, yes, a fate worse than hell. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, there's also <laughs> a part of me that feels like I could, like game a prison system a little bit and like be of the course, person Brandy, that gets of course she I feel like I could, <laughs> of I, could like, <laughs> I could get you things I could be Morgan Freeman and Shawshank like okay. I feel like I would have a line to the outside I would find a position of power <laughs> I'd be like look I'm look I just I've I've identified with Andy Dufresne for a long time and like he did okay he ended up on a beautiful island eventually I'll crawl through a river of shit to come out clean on the other side it's fine <laughs> worked for him it was character building imagine the novel you could write afterwards yeah if you could ever show time, your face certainly. again yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what? What Tessa though is 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 accurate. I think if you uh, the guilt would get you because then you would also, in addition to pulling off that crime, you would have the uh, you'd have to look over your shoulder constantly. Yes. Uh, is this mm-hmm. the day that they figured out that I framed that person? In addition to the guilt of framing the person, so I think I'd go to prison and hope that I'm uh, in a cell with Brandy, who will take care of everything. <laughs> yeah. See, I Same got this here. handled. No, yeah. I can right. I can get you. Uh, a shank? If that's what you need. Get you a shank. Uh, 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 Jimmy, you like a lamb shank? No, like a sh- like a shank, like a like a stab. A, a, shiv? a shiv. Yeah, a shiv. Yeah, a shiv. But a yeah. shank is another word for it too, right? Potato, potato, shank, shiv. Again, I'm not going to prison. I, I really was lingo. not expecting this afternoon to get so stabby, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's day 38 of quarantine. We've things gotten are getting stabby. Sta- I'm just, I'm only eating things out of jars that I can stab with a knife. Like, that's where I'm at <laughs> in my diet. Like a little fishing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very exciting. A little spear fishing. <laughs> yeah. For a, for a dill pickle or such. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, would you rather be raised by monkeys or by wolves? Oh, monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah. Monkeys. Yeah. Wolves. <laughs> Whoa, wolves? Yeah. 
I feel like monkeys are going to give you a lot more skills. If Okay, oh, wait. Yeah. Here's the question. Are you eventually Which... entering society or are you just staying in the jungle? I think you eventually enter okay, society. Monkeys. monkeys. Uh, then We're it. monkeys. We are monkeys. Yeah. You guys are just yeah. throwing yeah. shit at each other. I know what you're up yeah. to. I mean, I'm if I'm being doing. honest, every time I see one of those, I know maybe it's like ethically questionable, but every time I see one of those like TV shows where someone lives with a monkey that like reads and opens cupboards and stuff, I'm so jealous. Like I already would love <laughs> I'm mostly just them. thinking like, I guess if you're being raised, you're still going to have opposable thumbs. But the, this is the biggest thing to me is that I, I would want to know how to use those and wolves are not going to show you how to use those. <laughs> That's really what it's coming down to for me. <laughs> you know, you make a, you make a really good point. You're making me rethink my stance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine just coming out of the jungle, just like they're what? like, no, learn how to use the, yeah. these. What are these? Yeah, they're just little paddles. Yeah, <laughs> I think actually though, if that's your only fear, Babs, I think you would figure out thumbs by having them. I think you would just know. I guess it depends on how long you're in there, because you know I've I've read a lot about feral children, and if if you don't come out by a certain point, you're fucked. Wait, so wait, you read a lot about feral? Children? Yeah, it's like a very interesting subject to me. Kids who are like, yeah, like Je- Genie the feral child. feral child. Where do you read more than the one story about that? I mean, just Wikipedia, you know. But there's oh. but there's a quite a yeah. few. There's like yeah, kids who are like raised by wolves or whatever stuff like that. Kids who were like raised mm-hmm. in, you know, m- like real life Mowgli's and things like that. Um, and I'm going to have to look yeah, that up. Me too. There's a few. There's not yeah. tons, but there's definitely a few. I mean, most of the ones that people know about, which it's like really disgusting, but it's pe- kids who were like locked in a fucking chamber for years, you know, and they're the ones who oh, didn't develop funny. any skills and stuff. But there mm-hmm. are, yeah, there is like uh, stories about kids who were raised in the woods and things like that. And I think, I'm just going to say, I think the monkey ones have a better chance. <laughs> <laughs> wow I you just blew open a part of my brain that I didn't even know existed <laughs> like this so because I remember when they came out with that reality show remember like when they just let you do anything on a reality show and they had that one where they just like let some kids have their own oh, island, yeah. like real life Lord of the Flies oh yeah that deeply illegal show it was called Kid Island sure what was it called kids. yeah I think it was called Kid Island or Kid Nation or Kid something Nation, and they just it. let yeah, the, yeah. I don't think we got to even see the end of the season. I think they put the kibosh before you. Oh yeah, really got it got Lord of the Flies out. real quick up in there. They were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not going anywhere. Um, Looking up legal implications for Kid Island, I'm like, where are these kids now? They all got to sue them. No, right? Jeannie the Feral Child was the uh, famous ending of my relationship with uh, an ex, where she she was lo- she was strapped onto a potty chair for years mm-hmm. she wasn't like allowed to develop and then she you know they finally rescued her and he and i were fighting about it for some reason because i was like really upset about it and he goes well it had to happen to someone <laughs> no you have to leave that was you the end of our relationship <laughs> yeah so does you leave it yeah. exactly. also i know which ex this yes. is and that's so funny <laughs> That is like an end of relationship fight where you're like, well, we yeah. fought about all the important things, but it's yeah. still not quite over. Well, so I guess like let's fight over a feral g- child. You're fighting about everything. So I was like, well, here's the last, yeah, yeah. Here's the last but one. But the funny thing is, I actually know a couple people who've broken up with this person and it's always something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Actually, I do know that. Yeah. It's very pro feral child. <laughs> it's got to happen to somebody. What a, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. Let's see. Would you rather have the ability to time travel or to stop time? I mean, time feels like it's stopped right now, and I'm not enjoying it very much. Mm. So probably time travel. Yeah, here, here. Well, here's the question about time travel. Um, does, I, I, in my head, I'm always like, you time travel back to the exact same space that you're in, or right? Like, you can't, like... You're saying, can you come back? Hop loca- You can't hop location as well, right? It's just like... Uh, you're- I think it's just... I think we I think always it's- think with time travel, you also can... Tr- like Because I've never seen a time travel thing where they were like, oh, it- we're in the same place. You usually... No, because you're breaking the space-time continuum. So you can go so wherever. both. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. Then, yeah. Although, in Back to the Future, they always just were at the same place. Yeah, so- see, that's... Yeah, it's like which which movie franchise of time traveling are we? Which rules are believe? we yeah, yeah, exactly. Which one are we basing this on? But bottom line, time travel, right? Nobody wants to slow this thing down any more than it already is. I'm torn. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I. But if you could stop time, 
can you stop aging in yourself or do you keep no aging i think you keep stops? aging i think time i think it's like that thing where you you stop time it's like a fucking zach morris or whatever okay, yeah like you stop time. Around, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're you can still move yeah still move so i guess you would age yeah mm-hmm. i think i would do it i gotta go like time travel because i'm like also curious about different times like i would like to go back to the 70s and like go back a couple hundred years and go forward and back so i guess that would just be more interesting let me ask you a question based on what you just said tess if i go back to the 70s do you think i have a shot with Cher? <laughs> yes yes just tell absolutely her you have a podcast you th- tell her about in the future i'm yeah. gonna have a pie i'm gonna i'm gonna be a pioneer and a medium rid of, rid of sunny yeah. what's your plan with sunny I think I could take Sonny Somebody in a fight. should have, yeah. I think, who knows even, she could have maybe even gone further if, if you go back in time and get rid of Sonny. Maybe she would be the president right now. I should tell you this. I can't write a song like Sonny did. I mean, Sonny did give him the, give no, him the hits. But, but here's yeah. the thing. You know those songs, so you just take those songs oh, to share and you scoop, oh, you scoop oh. Sonny. Like that movie yesterday. I go and I, I pull that little prank. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is that what he did? He went back. He didn't go back in time. It was just that no one had heard the Beatles no, before. I didn't see it. Right, yeah. but uh, I guess I was morphing. Too what a high idea to, uh, that got made into a film! Like, what a fucking. It was a good that. movie. It was a very was good it? movie. Was it good? It was. It. Says guy with no sense of humor about it. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was. It was very good. I have to say, yes. I never tire of Beatles music or it being used oh. in movies. I love it. Like, I. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's a staple. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Beatles are fun. I don't know why I didn't see yesterday. I guess everyone talks you shit and I see just it. believe them. Well, they're wrong. It was a very nice movie. My entire family enjoyed it. And then we did not so much enjoy the... Uh, uh, I enjoyed it more than my family. The Bruce Springsteen one, The Born to Run. Oh, I was wondering uh, about that. Or Blinded by the Light, it was called. Blinded yeah, by the Light. Yeah, yeah. What's you, that, Brandy? I was wondering I was wondering if you saw that one or not. Did I enjoyed you? it, uh, but yeah. uh, Oliver and Danielle gave it the thumbs down. I will say... What was their criticism? Uh, I think they were just bored. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> we watched but, uh, we watched it. Uncut Gems, and I was so angry at my boyfriend for making us watch it. He didn't, and he didn't make us watch it. I wanted to watch it, and it's not that I didn't yeah. like the movie, but I just hated mm-hmm. how it made me feel so much. Yeah. And I was so yeah. angry at it for that, and I was just like, "It looks stressful." It's right? literally, it's so like everyone stressful. says, it's pure I'm stress. Good. It's there is no yeah. break, yeah. and it just ends yeah. badly. And you're like. Why I just was so mad afterwards. Yeah. Does he Shiba Shaba at any no, point? You, no, I, I wish. There's no Shiba Shaba. Yeah, he does that in the middle of it. <laughs> okay. I just need like a little bit of Shiba Shaba and then I will watch it. But no. They did no a good job though. Like with, uh, I saw with my husband who loves sports gambling and he was like, this is exactly what it feels like to gamble on sports. Right. And like, it's a, like, I, oh. I it was kind of like cigarettes where I could see how some people would be repulsed by it and some people would kind of get off. Yeah, it was, I, I could definitely see that for sure, but it was just like, well, that is not for me. I'm good. Well, and I like yeah, literally went tense. to bed like mad. I was like, I don't, yeah. I'm very unhappy right now. <laughs> yeah, the ending, because also the ending, I don't know why anybody would have been shocked by that ending because it wasn't going to have a happy ending. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. still, you watch that whole movie and you're like, really? And then you're going to do a sturdy like that. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. And like, I like basketball, but I also was like, do I really have to watch a whole fucking basketball game right now? Like, <laughs> cut this down a little bit. That actually sounds nice. That sounds nice. Yeah, I, give us a break from the other storyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. Um, what, uh, what was the mass- last movie you guys saw in theaters? Did we talk about that on here yet? No. It might have been Uncut Gems, actually. Mm. You okay. saw that in a the theater, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. <laughs> hey, that might be ours, too. Yeah. That yeah. That might be... Wait, Valentine. no, I saw one thing on my own. What did I see? Darn it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Brandon. No, no, you're fine. Um, you're fine. I saw it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I saw something fun. since that. We were not as romantic in our house. We didn't see it on Valentine's Day. Well, it was opening day, and like I, got, I have a thing where I see Jim Carrey movies on opening day. It's like a tradition that I keep. How does Jim feel about it? Is he, is he aware of this? No, I, I, I actually have I have no desire She's to like, ever meet him. He means too much. He means right? too much to me, and I think he's too crazy. It, it, I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I want to keep you at a distance because you mean a lot to me at a certain point in my life, and I still like respect that. We don't ever need to talk though. <laughs> you know, I was I feel that we just talked about this on, on, on Never Not Funny. Uh, Growing up, I, I wanted to, I wanted to meet and or be John Cusack more than anything in the world. Mm. And I think if I met John Cusack now, I I, I mean it, I think it's proven I'd be very disappointed. I, th- I would I think, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be disappointing yeah. and also I, I, just like yeah, I don't know. It's so weird because they're just I just think of how exhausted they are. Like there's so many people coming up to them trying to make a connection. And I'm like I'm good. I don't need to. Yeah. 
do this. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to do that to you. Well, because no, even just like those such a mild version of it that like we all have where it's like I know what it is to give that to somebody and then multiply it times the thousands times of people over the decades that they've had to do it where I'm like, yeah. I don't want to take a piece of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be bad for one or both parties. There's, yeah. It's probably unlikely that both people are going to be thrilled by the transaction. <laughs> I very rarely, I I don't do it often, but the the few times I have bothered a celebrity to tell them that I appreciate them, I never get in my car and feel good about it. I never feel like, hey, I'm glad I did that. I always feel like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this. I think Mm -hmm. that, I hope they liked me. Like, it's like, uh, there's no, you can't feel good about it. I will say Babs and I nerded out and met Lin-Manuel Miranda in January, and that felt pretty good. We did pretty well. That was okay, huh? (laughs) Yeah, because he was Lin-Manuel Manuel Miranda about it like he just exudes so much positivity mm-hmm. and was like so cool and like saying mm-hmm. rent with us um that we let I felt like we had just been like we got some of his lenergy yeah, you know? oh. yeah. Wait. no no I don't know <laughs> no Mm-mm. wait Jimmy you have a Tom Hanks story about him being really good at boundaries on Conan right I think that at, I think you're the one that maybe maybe boundaries. I heard this on one of your podcasts about how like Tom Hanks backstage was like I don't have time for this, but he said it in a really nice way. Oh no, that's not me. No, okay. I, don't, I don't know that story. Okay, oh. that's something I think of. I think of often. I, I like. Uh, I have a saying where I have to say, "What would Tom Hanks do?" Where like, because he feels like he's very good at maintaining his own boundaries as mm. far as like celebrities go, and I'm just like, Tom Hanks would not have time for this fight or this person, and if oh, Tom Hanks doesn't have time for it, then I'm gonna walk away too. And I thought that was from a story that you told, but no, that's but maybe maybe somebody shared that on Never Not Funny. That might have uh, been it, yeah. But I did not. Uh, yeah. First of all, I don't remember that story, so I, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying it was on my program. But uh, yeah, n- no, I, no, I, my I, my two interactions with Tom Hanks have been, were nothing but wonderful. He was a nice man. Yeah, Go we hope it. End of sentence. <laughs> Okay, we we do have to take a break. We'll be back with the lady problem, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back to Lady to Lady, everyone. My name is Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Jimmy. Jimmy. There he is. And we're Jimmy. Um, We're with Jimmy. Do you want to help us give some advice, Jimmy? How do you feel about that? I feel very good about it. I don't know. I, I, before the break, you said they were, we're coming up with lady problems. I'm not so sure if I'm the uh, we, we get all types of Everyone, problems. Everyone, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's lady problems are for everyone. All right. Yeah. It's just yeah. the name of the segment, okay? We're branding ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right, so how's it going? Uh, fantastic. The branding. Um, okay. okay. If you have lady problems, send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Yes, please. Lady problems. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. So here we go. Hi. Sorry for the anonymous email from a resurrected Hotmail account, but I'm real world old friends with one of you. Ooh. (laughs) Chances are you'll figure out who I am anyway, and that's fine, but I feel like I should at least keep some pretense of shame. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I love this already. (laughs) Anyway, here's the thing. I have a snooping problem. I know, I know. Mm. It's the thing I'm most disappointed in myself for. I'm really embarrassed about it. I fully recognize that it betrays the trust and betrays trust and denies the person I love most his personal autonomy. I like to say I have good reasons for it. My dad was a snoop and I always hated him for it, but that means I can claim that I come to this by both nature and nurture. And I've had my snooping affirmed before, like when I discovered my ex... What the fuck? <laughs> like when I like when I discovered my ex was getting on grinder right after I left his apartment. But still, I know it's the worst thing about, about me and I'm ashamed. That being said, I snooped again recently and it's causing me a real lady problem. Some background. I'm a fella, he, him, his, married to a fella, he, him, his, and I'm insanely happy. We have a three-year-old son, an amazing home in the suburbs, the idyllic life I'd never thought I'd have. Oh, I know who this is now. Okay. I have snooped on him. I have snooped on him in the past, early in our relationship, when he was working overseas, and mainly I just got a high from logging into his Facebook Messenger and feeling like I was still connected to his daily life, even when he was far away. I knew it was wrong, and I admitted it to him. He, in his oh-so-perfect way, managed to simultaneously make me feel embarrassed and forgive me for it. 
I knew he was mad, but also knew it wouldn't ruin our relationship. That's why I married this guy. I managed to do a pretty good job for the next five or six years, only snooping on the rarest of occasions. Then, about two months ago, the itch came back. I was home with the preschooler on a Saturday while he was off with him on a modeling gig, and I was probably feeling bored and a little needy. Maybe we had argued or something before he left the house. Whatever it was, I saw his apartment and got that old nudge. So I opened his iMessage, not really expecting to find anything of note. Instead, I found a message he had sent earlier that week to a dancer he had just finished a show with. In short, Mm. it said, I have a crush on you. I think you feel the same. I didn't want to say anything while we were still working together because I'm still madly in love with my husband and nothing is going to come of this. But I felt the chemistry and I know you did too. And I'm the type to acknowledge it so we can move on. And he is. Damn. Yeah, and he is. Ooh, yikes. This is so totally his style. If I asked him point blank if he had crushes and if he told those crushes about his crushes, I'm certain he'd say yes. He's not the cheating type, and his transparency, frankly, reassures me. He believes in innocent crushes and the fact that you can be committed to one person but still attracted to other people. Logically, I know it makes him healthy and well-adjusted, but I'm neither of these things, and his iMessage flirting is eating at me. Now we're in coronavirus lockdown, and one month in, I feel like I'm constantly getting on his every nerve. This is normal. We're an old married couple with a hyper three-year-old boy who can't leave the house. I'm working from home, and we're stepping on each other's toes, and of course, it's going to be rough. And mostly, it's not. Mostly, I'm in heaven, being home with my family all day, every day. But I can tell he's getting annoyed, and I can't help but think he'd rather be in quarantine with someone other than me. And I think I know who he'd choose. There's more to this story. There's just a little bit more. There's more of the story. There's the fact that I get a little titillated by the idea of him having this sexuality that exists separate from me. And the fact that that titillation makes me feel... And the fact that that titillation makes me feel even more uncomfortable. There's the fact that I get a little thrill when I find another flurry message for him when I snoop. And I'm a little disappointed when I don't find anything. There is clearly something deeply wrong with me here. So what I really need is a verbal smacking around by you three. Whose wisdom and honesty I sincerely trust and desperately need. Wow, this is a juicy one. Damn, it is. that's a lot. I going guess I on. thought that was going to end with. So my question is, do you think I write too long of letters? <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a long one. We do, we do like yeah, a lot yeah. of. It's always yeah. good to have a lot of background, though, so you sure. get all the info. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's tough. I'm. I've been a snooper in the past. I've told this story before, but my favorite snooping was with the guy who I broke up with that conversation with. Um. And I searched for my name in his email while he was in the shower, and then I forgot to erase it. So when he came out, he saw my name. My name Ooh. in his search bar. <laughs> That's a fun That's moment. A classic That's one. a fun yeah. moment for everybody. <laughs> I'm not a huge oh, snooper, but that was probably my biggest uh, snoop. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. That I don't think he needed to send a message to a person he had a crush on. No, he didn't. That's mm. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you could just have a crush, go fucking journal it. You don't need to message this person and tell them about right, it at because all. Because what's the possible outcome? And they're not it sounds like he's not even working with this individual anymore. So the the guys of, oh, it's better to just address it and get rid of it. It's like for what? You guys yeah. aren't when are you gonna see each other? So what really Yeah, the point is the to address true... it is to continue yeah. something, it seems like. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. man. This guy's very uh forgiving, this gentleman. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and it's like, you know, I'd be curious to know if you've ever been in therapy or like talked about this at all, like with a therapist. It's obviously something you've like done on and off a long time in your life. Like are there certain things that happen that trigger you to make you wanna do this? If there's like think about those commonalities, like have you were you feeling ignored? Like were you know, think back on like those moments in your life when you have been compelled to do this and wonder if there is like some stuff that you can be like okay am i being is this like intuition or is this like me reacting from a defensive place based on something that happened before or something i mean don't don't the times i've snooped in my life isn't it from a lack of trust isn't the whole reason that you would do it so like if if he's going into this guy's messages Mm There's there's a lack of trust, even if he's rationalizing it with, well, I know he would be honest with me if I asked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you didn't just ask him. You felt the need to go through a back door to see, is he sending messages to this person? And mm-hmm. the second mm-hmm. that, that I would discover that, I think I would go, well, that's wonderful. Here's the three-year-old and I going to find a new place to live. That's what I... Uh, maybe maybe that's too uh, knee-jerk, but... Uh, no, I mean, everyone, yeah. but everyone has like different reactions. Pretty severe. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think yeah. like he's kind of like gaslighting himself. Like he's kind of like yes, which sounds yes. like he's been gaslit in the past. So he's trying to like circumvent mm-hmm. that step and just blame himself. Yeah. Even this shit about your in quarantine and you're being annoying. Yeah, I think I yeah. think like we have to definitely talk about what you said at the end, which is like I just need to be smacked around and be told like I there's something seriously wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. We are all naturally yeah. curious people. We have instincts. When your instinct is that mm-hmm. something weird is going on. You want to probably yeah. figure it out. It's very scary. It's not like you're just going to straight up ask him what's going on. And even if you did, you probably wouldn't get a straight answer. So yeah, mm-hmm. we, we all have that, you know, there's a, there's a side to all of us that we don't love, but it is who we are. And like that comes out when we snoop around in someone's thing, but you did it because yeah, you felt bad about something and you were trying to feel better. So I think, I think try to be a little bit easier on yourself as far as that goes. Like you aren't in the wrong here. Like you, you know, did something like, whatever a little morally ambiguous but so he did i not that it's like matching you know not you should match them up but obviously he's doing something i think you should be more concerned about than like you act kind of having this instinct to look um yeah Yeah. many many years ago uh when i was a younger boy i uh i I snooped to use the word snoop i looked at my girlfriend's journal Mm-hmm. Because I was, uh, I had suspicions, and my uh, suspicions were proven mm-hmm. and are confirmed. And then I, uh, of course, then said, "Hey, I saw this," and her reaction was that I was an asshole for looking through her stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I had a point to bring this up. What was my point? Uh, that this guy, obviously, I, I guess I'm going back to that. This guy has suspicions, mm-hmm. which is why he's doing it. Don't totally. ignore your suspicions, yeah. and don't excuse them. Don't excuse mm-hmm. any answer that you're able to come up for, uh, come up with for yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. something's up and if it's really the case that like everything is on the up and up and you guys are in fact both cool with this arrangement then there's still nothing wrong with confronting them about it yeah, yeah. nothing well, that yeah. you i mean exactly yeah. well your last paragraph here you you also and i'm be very open here where it's like you you kind of say like oh i get a little like titillated or the idea of like him having this sexuality that exists separate from me then if that's genuinely how you feel then you need to have that conversation with him one way or the other like be like because right now the the rules of your relationship as i think you both understand it are you guys are monogamous and there's nothing happening outside of that if that is something that you like you say here that you're like oh that's kind of interesting to me then that's a conversation that you need to have and it's all about communication either way yeah yeah i agree i mean it sounds like obviously it sounds like yeah you you could possibly in you know sometime away from now be into something where he could explore a crush that he was interested in. Perhaps you could do it. does sound like there is perhaps grounds for something like that because he is a very, sounds like he's fairly open. I know he didn't tell you about this crush, but whatever he said, he would tell you if you asked him. Um, mm-hmm. And especially that kind of turns you on or something. So that's, I, there could be grounds for something like that. Obviously we're in quarantine right now. and None of that shit's going to be yeah. happening, but also your insecurity that needs to be, if you're still feeling mm-hmm. like that, I don't think that open relationship thing is going to work. Well, and like yeah. also you're like working and taking care of a three year old in quarantine. So like all you need to do right now is like take care of yourself. Like fuck like putting shit on yourself and like getting mad at yourself yeah. and like trying to take on burdens that aren't yours. Yeah. You have absolutely. on your plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Get mad at the kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Put it all on the, the child. Kid. Take it on to the child. That's the yes. you know what I think that's the healthiest response here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're supple. They can handle it. I'm trying to think of like what I would do if I discovered something like this because I've never found anything like this, but mm-hmm. I think I would just, I mean, I don't know if I could hold back from like, I, I don't think I could hold back from calling him out on it. So I think I would just be like ever, ever. zero to no. 20. Yeah. You know. It's no. going to come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's Garth. Garth in the background. Various pets going. I've got nothing but a silent (laughs) angel in my bed. So, Mm. (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like you guys need to. You've got to. You've got to bring it up. And it's funny because I feel like if you snoop and you don't don't find anything, then you're the wrong one. But if you snoop and you do find something, then well, your point was proven. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's a it's a conversation you kind of need to have one way or the other because you're it sounds like right now it's like you're 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 just feeling guilty and you're going to internalize this and it's going to cause fights down the line that are going to be not about the thing that you actually need to talk about. You know, like that's definitely yeah. All you're doing is obsessing, and I would do it too. But you're obsessing over him, like having a crush on this person, and it's obviously affecting, especially your quarantine life together. So, well, yeah, and it's like you need to set like if 
if is he because that would make me want to be like, okay, are you still talking to him now? Because then that would make me want to keep going back and checking more and more and more mm-hmm. and more and more. Like yeah, you're, you're gonna- not going to stop snooping until you address it, especially as someone who has a proclivity towards snooping. Mm-hmm. This is going to spiral out of control until you yeah. just address it. Like, yeah. Exactly. And even a normal person who didn't consider themselves a snoop would feel compelled to keep checking. This is phone, making so. me want to snoop, but I'm. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like seeing someone yawn. I'll report back to you it's guys. Contagious. I, I divorce, right? Isn't that the the answer? No, here? I don't think so. No, no, I, I think it is, guys. I've settled it. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy's a divorce lawyer. We're, that's but it's a different world now. now. I, I mean, like open relationships are possible, so I don't think that that's you know out. Why are they any more possible today than they were ten years ago? Uh, I, no, 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 no. no, they're they're, they're they're as possible, if not, you know, there's. I think they just like talked about more, like that. That is like a new closet that has kind of been opened up in a lot of I ways. Guess. And I think that, I don't. Never, I could never. I, I don't. I guess that's just my gut reacting to that. Like I could never be in that ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Ever, See, I mean, ever. as someone who could and probably will be eventually, I, I definitely. I'm listening. I, I, I just. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like this thing where you're not, it's a, it's a separate thing outside mm-hmm. of you. You don't kind of bring it together with your person. It's a separate thing. And some mm-hmm. people can separate that and some can't. So, you know, for those who mm-hmm. can, I do think it's like a possibility. Oh, all right. Yeah, for sure. But a lot of, a lot of that is also about like hardcore communication yes. and not hiding stuff. Like it's about setting, um, I listen to Dan Savage all the time and he talks a lot about open relationships and it's like about, a hardcore communication setting your boundaries and like these are the rules by which this relationship works and it's more it's you 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 game out a ton of scenarios it's, it sounds frankly yes, it sounds, very unsexy until it's sexy <laughs> it sounds like dungeons and dragons to me like i get people are into it but who has going to comic con <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, and like, so here, here's the thing. Maybe you guys, like, once you've had this conversation, you're like, hey, uh, there's a breach of trust. We need to figure this out. Like, it could even be like, um, m- maybe you like, like, you like watching him like flirt with people and then he like comes home to you. Is that a part of it? Like, th- hmm. figure out what is the that, thing. Yeah, that could be all that, it is. That is attractive it's like, here. You know, flirting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, I think his husband is correct in the fact that like i do think you can be with somebody and think someone else is attractive like that's you know we're all humans yeah of course yeah we're like animals yeah. like you're but, attracted to people but yeah, just, but, yeah. but i don't but i don't want that person <laughs> you wait but you don't want what i'm sorry i i, I, didn't, I was interrupting no, I you don't want you wouldn't no, want no, that no, person Jimmy, to be Jimmy. i wouldn't want that person emailing that person and saying i find a, a we have i have a crush on you that's that to me is crossing yeah. a line of some sort no i agree i think yeah, yeah, I, I, I do think that's crossing yeah. a line i'm not saying that i'm saying that um if if the husband if all he is into is like maybe having a crush occasionally and like flirting then it could be something like that where Brandu's saying where it's like oh like you know yeah. it's kind of fun to watch you flirt but then I know you're coming home to me that is like a thing but know, like I just feel like the most important thing for them to really think about going into this is don't take any bullshit mm-hmm. yeah. whatever it is like stand up for yourself and speak your mm-hmm. truth and don't let this get manipulated into you getting in trouble for it because you're already getting yourself in trouble for it so let mm-hmm. go of that shit and just know that you have every every right to say whatever the fuck your point of view is. And and even if that includes you being upset that this text was sent, even if you guys have this open, it doesn't sound like they have an open no, thing. I'm they not saying that. Thing. I'm not saying no. they have an open thing. You know, no, no, no. No, but yeah, I mean, I feel like this person's being manipulated into thinking that they're just supposed to be cool with whatever, kind of. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. No, I could see that. It's, yeah, it's, you guys just really need to communicate about like what your boundaries with this kind of stuff are. Like if, it, you know, it's, and him sending an email is him breaking a boundary because it's not something you guys have ever discussed before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is right. in that it's like, uh, yeah, you, you're probably putting yourself, th- you put yourself through so much shit, obviously feeling bad about this. So it's like time to stop that and just, yeah. yeah stand up for yourself and what you want and talk to him. Why don't you tell your child what his whore father did? <laughs> and then- <laughs> And then see what happens from there. There it goes. And then nah, watch we, a little. We could have cut all this bullshit chit chat. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's our show. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for being on. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm glad I was uh, little to no help to that gentleman's uh, email. <laughs> no, I think. Thank God you three were there to give some good advice. And while I, uh, we don't know what uh, the fuck well, now obsessed that I. Okay, just I want to make sure that you guys know that as well. Okay, very oh, yeah, good. of course. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, people people keep sending us emails, and we'll keep answering. But you know. we know, we're not professionals. So we know that. I know they means. know that. 
We mm-hmm. say it, tell it often. <laughs> um, where, right. where can people find you online and all the stuff, Jimmy? Well, of course, uh, JimmyPardo.com is uh, your catch-all for everything. Uh, Never Not Funny is the podcast, at JimmyPardo on Twitter. Uh, I have a web series called Jimmy's Records and Tapes, uh, which is a fun walk down memory lane through my record collection from 1975 to 1995, a different episode each week. And uh, they're all up on YouTube uh, at YouTube.com slash Never Not Funny. And there's 21 episodes of that. And so that's fun. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, yeah. Great. All right. And uh, for the Patreon listeners, we're going to head over to Patreon.com slash Lady to Lady. We're going to do a top secret session with Jimmy. Oh. Talk to you guys next Bye. week. Bye. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.